Hello and welcome back to The Accommodation Show. We help accommodation owners like you get the knowledge and skills that you need to grow your business, improve your guest experience and increase your profitability. And welcome back to the show, everybody. This week, I am super pleased to welcome back Jules Brook from Handle Your Own PR. We have a great conversation around why it's the perfect time for you to learn how to start getting free editorial coverage in the media. In this episode, Jules will take you through why you should be doing PR. She'll bust some PR myths and then explain the steps to handling your own public relations. By the time she's finished, you'll be dying to give it a go. Jules is amazing. She's a veteran of PR and been doing it for over 15 years. And she's mastered how you can talk directly to the media with cutting out the middleman. And hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Accommodation Show. I'm pumped to welcome back Jules Brook, who we talked to last year during the height of the pandemic and lockdowns. Uh, she came and gave us incredible value for our community. We were talking about PR. Welcome to the show, Jules. Thank you so much, Bart. It's great to be here. I'm so glad to have you back. I've been wanting to do it for quite a while because I know that you brought a huge amount of value to our community and our community has grown probably about five or, or, or fivefold or sixfold since then. Wow, and I think congratulations. That there's a, Thank you. And there's a lot of people that haven't had to, the opportunity to, to, to hear your story, what you do, what you're all about. Um, and uh, if you are new to meeting Jules, then uh, I think you should just do, do a bit of an intro and then we can kind of go from there. Okay. Well, I am the founder of Handle Your Own PR. I had my own PR agency for 15 years. And then I decided that I was going to teach business owners how to talk directly to the media themselves and cut out that three grand or four grand a month middleman. So um, that is very much what I'm about, how to reach out to the media, why you should be doing it, and that it's not terribly hard, and, and I like to reinforce how badly they need your content. So that's what I do. I also have a PR platform with media contacts, uh, where it's a PR, what they call SaaS platform, which is soft, uh, what is it, software, software as a service, service. Uh, but basically you can go on and manage your whole PR campaign in there, and I've got a couple of training programs as well. Yeah, great. So um, your background is from PR. You've been doing it for quite a long time at the moment. And then, go on. I was going to say sort of, but I taught myself how to do PR. So I fell into PR completely by fluke. I picked up somebody who wanted me to do some PR and I didn't have the nerve to tell them that I'd never done it before and I needed the money. So I just did it and I actually thought it was great. And then from there, I trained a few other people and it all sort of came to a head when the GFC hit in 2009 and we had a lot of small business clients and, you know, PR goes to the bottom of the list of important things, um, mistakenly in my opinion. But anyway, so they all peeled off and I suddenly thought, oh my God, the media really needs content and these people have great stories. Why don't I just teach them how to um, contact each other? So you, you are the epitome of DIY. I am the epitome of DIY, yes. <laughs> and and that's what we're going to get from, from you today is helping people that are looking to DIY their PR for mm -hmm. the accommodation space. So if you're a small boutique accommodation owner all the way through to a large property manager or even a hotel chain, you might be... Uh, 
hiring a PR firm or um, want to get more PR done, but you might not know how to go about it, this is a good fundamental talk about what it is that you need to do to get yourself uh, up and running and get yourself going. But before we go into it, um, what are the real benefits of PR? Because PR to me, it's uh, the term I think can be quite uh, ambiguous. I'd love you to sort of explain it. Okay, so the PR I'm talking about is getting featured in magazines, newspapers, on radio, TV, in podcasts and blogs for free. So I'm very much talking about the editorial side of it rather than the advertising side. And that is one of the traps that a lot of small business owners fall into is that they will pitch a story and the advertising department will pick it up and they've got the rep chasing them for ads. But actually you can bypass that department and go straight to the editor if you've got a good story that's right for their readers and you don't have to pay for it. So that's kind of the kind of PR I'm talking about. And then, well, up until today, I would have said you can you can push it out on all the social media platforms, but as of today, you can't push it out on, safe, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's actually a hack to get around the back of that. You uh, screenshot the yeah. article and then post a tiny URL to it, and that will get you around the back of that, that particular Yeah, article. and one of the things that I love is when um, the people that I've been working with get a newspaper or a magazine with them in it, sometimes they'll take a little video of, woohoo, I think I'm in this, you know, and then they'll do a video of themselves opening it up, and then you can go down and show something closer um, to let people see, sort of like that unboxing idea, only it's a little bit the same for, for media. So there are a few ways around it, but it isn't going to be as easy as putting up that link anymore. So just to break it down, so I, I've got a business, I'm a small business owner or large business owner and I want to go and get myself in all the papers or in a few papers, maybe mm-hmm. a few select papers targeting a certain demographic. I'm going to go through and find a story or something that I'm going to approach a journalist. And so this is what we're going to start to break down in the next sort of 15, 20 minutes. So, sure. so what, what's, the, what's the process? What are the steps? Okay, so the first things, there are two things that you really need to have to do have before you go out to the media. And the first one is you must have a website. Now, I'm probably teaching people to suck eggs because I'm sure most people have a website. But there is almost no point doing PR if you can't drive people to a website because um, it's highly unlikely that any journalist is going to put your email address or any other way for people to contact you other than a website. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing that is really important and a lot of people forget about it is that you need photography. Because if you think about it, these days... um, If you look at any article anywhere, whether it's in a magazine, whether it's online, uh, you will always see that there is an image that goes with it. And if you don't provide it to the journalist, they have to go and find it themselves. And they all pretty much hate doing that because going through stock photography, as with any of us, is not much fun. So what they want is original photography that um, people have created that kind of showcases their accommodation or showcases the area they're in, or maybe it's just people jumping up in the air for joy. The better the photo, the more likely you are to get um, media coverage. So that's really important. Um, And then once you've got those two things, you really need to start thinking about where your audience is or who your audience is. So it's all well and good to say my audience is families or my audience is couples. But there are lots and lots of different kinds of families and different kinds of couples. And I'll give you an example. Say you've got um, a venue that you've got a couple of little cottages, you know. So you might promote them 
as a romantic getaway. So that's obviously going to, you could go to business media with that because a lot of people in business have money and you could talk about uh, the importance of taking breaks and breaks and reconnecting with your partner. Then you, you know, you've got your little two bedroom cottages. You might talk about family groups that could go with grandparents and with um, parents, in which case you would might, might send something out to the sort of seniors media. And there are magazines and newspapers out there for both the grey nomads, which would be another market, but also for just retirees that are looking for, you know, places to go and things that they can do to have a bit of extra fun. And then you've got young couples who might be, you know, there's baby moons. Here's another one. You know, there are lots of people that like to go away for a romantic weekend or week away before they have a baby. So just in that little snapshot there, I've given you four different types of target market, which means that you would target different media to get to those people. And that also means that you would tailor your message so that it resonates with those kind of people. So when we're talking about, so we're talking about identifying avatars and target demographic that we're going to target uh, in terms of uh, the audience of the readership of the yeah, particular magazine. Yeah, it's all about, there is no benefit when you are doing any kind of marketing to go really broad and a scattered kind of approach. You, it, it is much, much better to work out what your market is and then look at the niches within that market of the different types of people and then target both the message and the media that those particular people will consume. So for instance, if you wanted to get to young families and maybe baby mooners, you'd be thinking about maybe daytime television, you might be thinking about some of the parenting media. If you wanted to get to old people, um, and you know, and I am one of them, so I don't really, when I say old, I use the term loosely, but you might go to the seniors media, you might go to Women's Weekly, you'd be going to magazines and newspapers, there are things out there for baby boomers, there are blogs out there for no, grey nomads. And the thing is that people, I think, in your industry, in the main, are reasonably, and, and you know, please don't take this wrong, but reasonably unsophisticated about PR and how they can use it. And that means that those media are not getting bombarded with stories from accommodation owners, they're only getting stuff from PRs. And what they, what every journalist will tell you is they want to talk to the business owners. So you've got a huge opportunity to go out to the media. You just need to make sure that you're not going to go out to um, Mother and Baby magazine and talk about grandparents or talk about young business couples. You know, you just need to pick the right media with the right message. Um, put a great photo with it and, and send it off and don't get caught up in the trap where the advertising rep brings you and goes, oh, we'll do the story if you take an ad. You don't have to do that at all. You, This is my stock standard. This is my little hint for everyone. My stock standard response if I hear from advertising is I say, thank you very much. I don't really have the budget for it at the moment, which is why I'm doing PR. I actually think this story is really relevant to your readers. And if you run it and I get a great response, then as soon as I have a budget, you're going to be the first person I come back to to spend money. And what you'll find is they go scurrying off to the editor and they go, quickly run that story because then I'm going to see if they'll do an ad afterwards. So you'll at least get the one story in. <laughs> what, what a nugget there, Jules. There you That's go. Amazing. <laughs> That's really great. And, and another one that, that you've just, just thrown in my way 
of, of how to engage the salespeople to get a, a benefit to them of actually working with you rather yeah. than sort of just cutting it off at the knees and say, well, I don't have budget. And they go, well, I'll never, you'll never have budget then. So, so they'll even bury you deeper. That's um, right. Whereas you, you, you. Yeah, tantalize them, dangle a little carrot and say, you know, if you do it and I get a really good response, I'll let you know. And that's exactly where I'll be coming back to to advertise. And they won't be able to resist. <laughs> okay, so from from my perspective, and ever since that I've met I met you, uh, maybe almost two years ago now, or maybe a year and a half. One yeah. of the things that I've been doing is quite proactively, whenever I see articles or I see any kind of media which I think would be relevant to me, uh, even awards and competitions, mm-hmm. and sort of broadening up my horizons, I, I've kind of got a, a clipboard that I just put everything in, and I'm like, okay, next time I have something to say, I'm going to approach these particular journalists. Great idea. Because that way I've already got the database. So for me, a lot of this stuff, it's not about particularly about writing the article, which is important, which is the, the second part, but then also making sure that we've got the right people that we're talking to, start to build those networks and those relationships that can be quite strong. Because one thing that I do know with PR is that generally, not only are journalists overwhelmed, but also the journalists will typically talk to the people that they already know rather than trying to find someone new to go and get, you know, quotes. quotes. Well, yes and no. I just want to address that because if you don't know any journalists, I don't want you to be put off. Journalists Mm. are looking for stories. So it's really about how you promote yourself and making sure it doesn't look like an ad. And that is the biggest mistake that business owners make is they lead with, guess what? We've got all this great stuff and we've got swimming pools and we've got, you know, Sunday roasts or whatever. Nobody really cares about any anything that anyone else's business has got unless it can they can relate it to themselves. So you need to be talking in your media release, which, by the way, is only about 500 words. It's not a long um, epistle. Um, if you're an accommodation, I would like to think that you have got some great photography. So you send that with that as well. But really, um, you, as long as you can come up with a great angle, which might be... Um, Let's go back to the little two cottages that people have got for couples. You might be, you know, like as I said earlier, it might be before the baby comes, everyone should have a a baby moon and here are four types of accommodation that you should look at or here's how to choose the best one. Um, Anything that you can do where you're advising people and helping them avoid making mistakes or to make decisions always goes down well in the media. Um, And I'll just say one more thing and that is you need to write the whole media release so in the olden days we used to go to newspapers and we'd say hi i've got such and such and they'd go great we'll write the story for you these days and particularly post pandemic there are so many journalists that have lost their jobs that you need to do that job for them so rather so Bart, if i was talking about you you might write a media release and rather than saying i've got this that and the other and we think such and such you would say, Bart Sobies, who is the owner of X Accommodation, blah, 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 um, has, has, has noticed over the years that there has been an attrition in the number of grey nomads that are heading down the Mornington Peninsula, blah, de, blah, de, blah. So you can see that you're writing it about yourself, but in the third person. Uh, you can't do I and me, or otherwise it becomes an opinion piece or something that they know they've got to write, which they don't want to do. That's a, that's a sales hack 101 as well for anyone that's in the sales world because that was one of the first things I learned when, when I kind of moved from a lot of spoken sales to actually doing a lot more written work. I'd always find that I'm talking like I, we, I, we, and I had the sales manager almost like with a, a ruler coming around and, and wrapping us over the knuckles if we used I or we. 
and our whole emails they were kind of they didn't make sense at the end but it was all about you what can we do for you yes, you, you. so right. we had to rewrite the whole thing that's right for it to be all about the person who's actually reading it rather than to be anything to do with us which is the reality of it you, you know people and don't it, want to read about you they want to read about themselves no and people like stories really in the end what you want to do if you can is tell stories so rather than saying come to our cottage which has um, its own private garden and a spa bath and, you know, a king-size bed. Tell the story of someone. You could say, um, Mary and John were recent retirees and they wanted to celebrate. So they decided that they wanted to go up into the rural parts of Victoria. They set off in their car and they thought, where would we like to go? And the first place they came across was this little cottage. And this is what they did there or something, you know. So you weave it into a story rather than going out with processes, which again is just stinks of sales to the um, the editorial department. You need to either offer advice or tell stories. So going on the stories vein, uh, we had one of our members actually take your advice, yep. go and write an article, approach a journalist, send them the, the article, nothing happened. They then called me and said, hey Bart, what have I done wrong? And I went, have you called them? No, I haven't called them. Call them. Call yeah. them. And then and then they got their article featured, which Absolutely. was amazing. The real clincher, so you might say, well, I'm not going to get any guests directly because of this. But you get extra exposure. But also, it gives you more material to go back out to the market with uh, right. and to go onto all these different media and say, hey, we got featured here, there, and everywhere. And now you're actually, through your own networks as well, you're going to start to balloon uh, that particular article and get people to trust you and get them to read it and it's more engaging because it's come from a third party rather than yourself even though you did write it yourself that's uh, right so that was an incredibly successful story that's uh, Sharon Richardson big shout out to you and well done um, <laughs> I imagine that, that a lot of it is sort of just getting up and going and, and starting that momentum and, and starting working on stuff what, what, what do I, so we've heard this we've got some ideas now what's the, what's the next step for us okay well um, the next thing you want to do if you haven't been doing what you've been doing Bart and collecting clippings and writing down names would be to get onto Google and start googling you know say you've got a cottage in the Dandenongs Google boutique accommodation Dandenongs and see who's writing those stories and they're the people that you want to go to so uh, there is obviously another way and we'll hopefully talk about this at the end but I do have a media platform with lots of contacts on it that would get you to a lot of those journalists. But if you want to do it off that, you just literally Google them, get the journalist names. If they, if you can't find the email address online, although most journalists have got their details online, then the next thing to do would be to um, uh, call the media outlet, just ring the media outlet. So if it's Channel 7 or if it's the Herald Sun or whatever and say, could I get the email address for this journalist? Or even better, if you're feeling brave, could I speak to that journalist? And just have a few words with them and tell them what it is that you're doing. Um, the other thing I just wanted to talk about, Bart, was you talked about how Sharon had done it and didn't get a response. I need to tell you that that is happening pretty much across the board now with most journalists. So if you don't get picked up the first time, that does not mean that the journalist doesn't want your story. It means they probably missed it. They're getting a lot of emails a day. Um, so what I always insist on people doing is going back within three days of sending it out and anyone who hasn't responded, 
get on the phone or send them an email and say, did you get this? Did you see it? Would you be interested? It's not a hard sell because they're doing you a favor, but you definitely want to touch base and make sure that they've seen it because, and, and I tell a story about a, an author I worked with, but he had sent out 20, he'd sent his story out to 26 different media outlets. He got one very lukewarm response that said, yes, maybe I'll put it in the folder and be in contact if I'm interested. And I said, get on the phone like you did. And he called me back two hours later and he said, I've got nine articles confirmed. And that was the difference between doing the follow-up or not following up. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to be conscious of time and I want to just have this session as like a high impact, high value. Yeah. So, um, and I want to be very practical for everyone to go, okay, this is what I'm going to do next. Uh, I'm going to do that. I've got to think about my avatars. Then I'm going to go and uh, get my list of people together. I'm going to do a Google search for for yep. the type of story that I'm writing, I'm going to click on news, and then those articles are going to come up. I might even create some Google alerts, so like giving me more articles, and I've got some resources. I kind of know where I'm going to go. And I guess the ultimate thing with all this, there's so many different ideas of different ways that we can market our business. Yeah. So we've got the PR that we can do. We can do Facebook ads. We can we can go and talk to, to our um, local businesses that we can work with. There's all these different things. And we're saying PR is good, but I might not have the time or it's just a little bit too difficult for me. Uh, is there any sort of steps that they can take with you to try to help them bridge that gap between where they are now to actually getting something published in a practical way? Oh, aren't you a sweetheart? Yeah, well, yes, let me tell you about my course. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have got a three-month program. It's not even $2,000. It's 1800 and something dollars. Um, and there's a payment plan on it, just in case anyone is a little bit concerned. But what it what it gives you is three months um, of weekly mentoring from me, where you can ask me anything you want, and I will answer your questions. Um, it gives you an ebook. It gives you six video lessons where I take you through the steps for how to do PR and start giving you loads of ideas for how to come up with angles and what's how to choose the media. Um, it also, and then um, the really the piece de resistance, I think, is that uh, I, I match you with a journalist. Now, I have got some brilliant, brilliant journalists that I work with. Most of them have been very senior at various things. And there's one guy, Scott Podmore, who used to be the travel editor for the Herald Sun, who loves working with business owners with Handle Your Own PR. And the idea is you spend two hours in the morning with me. Then you spend four hours one-on-one -on -one with that journalist who will brainstorm with you the best angles for you to sell your story ideas. Then you write it because I think it's really important that you learn how to write in that fashion that is about you know the PR style. And then the journalist will edit it for you. Now, if you had three media releases ready to go, they will edit three of them for you. But you get four hours one-on-one -on -one non-stop with that journalist on Zoom. So this is all online. Um, and then in the afternoon, you can come back to me and I help you build a media contact list, get your media release into my PR engine, and you choose what journalists you want to send it to. And you can send it out and email them from the platform from your own email address so that when you get responses from the journalist, it goes into your inbox. Um, and then you can do your follow-up stage on there as well. And it'll re you can resend it out to whatever journalist you want to send out to. Plus, there's a whole lot of other bits and pieces, but that's pretty much the crux of it. I've got like a 98% success rate with this one because let me tell you, if a journalist has helped you write your story, 
then you know that it's ready for the media. So it nearly always works. Um, but yes, that's what I do. Or if people know what they're doing and they just want the media contacts, I've also got just the PR engine and you can subscribe to that. And it's only $350 a quarter. So very affordable. So for the, that $1,800, it's kind of, the way that I look at it, it's, it's like you were joining a course, right? Mm. Like you're getting all this education, all this knowledge that you can use forever. And you yep. might decide that PR isn't your thing, or you might decide, hey, hold on, this isn't so difficult. It's something that I need to know. And then not only that, you're also going to get an outcome of having your first article done, having uh, more help to get there. You'll be sending out your release. And and so you've got an actual uh, tangible result as well as all the education yes. that you're getting. Because, like, I have and a thing. From I, a value I, point of so view. No, no, I was just going to say, I absolutely loathe courses where they load you up with a whole lot of theory and you walk away and the next day, or even worse, three days later, you look at it and go, I can't even remember where to start. Mm -hmm. So everyone who works with me, I make you do it while you're with me so that if you're having problems, I'm there to help you and answer those problems. And also, I put you in touch with amazing journalists who are always happy to help and, you know, they are very invested in helping um, the business owners get the media coverage that they want. Okay. And then in terms of audience, so it, it kind of really does apply to anyone. So if you're a property yeah. manager, if you're, uh, your staff in a hotel need help with PR and understanding it all, this would be very relevant. Yep. If you're uh, a small hotel operator or if you've got a campsite or whatever it is, you will find benefit in this and upskilling yourself to understand how it all works and to create some articles and, and have a good time doing it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've helped people bring their PR in-house. I've helped large organisations and small organisations. Um, the only thing I guess I would love to leave everyone with is the understanding that PR is almost as good as word of mouth when it comes to recommendations because... Somebody else is telling people how great your business is. Now, whether you've written that article or not, whoever reads it thinks the journalist has written it. So it gives you that amazing third-party endorsement. It builds trust. It tends to position you as a leader in your particular field or a leader in your area because, rightly or wrongly, we all think journalists go and look for the best businesses to feature rather than being on the receiving end of a whole lot of pitches. Mm. Um, and so it can be incredibly powerful. It lasts forever on Google because the media outlet will, you know, post up the link and you will have that forever. There's, uh, there are interviews that I have done and articles that I have written in 2010 that still come up on page two of my uh, Google search if you search for me. So it really, really works. And whether I teach you, you learn yourself or you get a PR agency to do it, I would highly recommend that everybody give it a go. It's really a very powerful form of marketing and there's a lot you can do with it once you're finished. So you can't do much with an ad once you've finished running it. But if you've got an article, you can put it on your website, you can put it out in a newsletter, you can put it all over the place. You know, you can print copies of it and deliver it to people in the rooms that are staying at your place if you want to. That's so good. Uh, Jules, I'm going to leave you at that. Thank you so much once again for popping on. I'll probably hit you up in six months and say, let's do another one. Yes, let's do I'm something always else. up for it. 
let's talk about this sort of stuff because it's of high value and super relevant to people to get out there. Free marketing, there's nothing like it. Um, That's right. Thank you for all the tips. If you want to find Jules, then where are we Where are we hunting again? So okay. handle your PR? Yeah, the best your... place to go is handle your own PR. And it is literally uh, spelt exactly the way that you would say it. H-A-N-D-L-E-Y-O-U-R-O-W-N-P-R.com.au. Um, and you will also find me all over LinkedIn and Facebook if you want to get in touch with me that way. And I'll include everything in the show notes for everybody. Is there any final words or anything that I can do for you? No, I would just love everyone to give it a go. And if you do manage to get coverage, please let me know and I, if I've had an influence on you. And I will share it all over my social media as well. But um, I think I don't think that there's a lot of smaller businesses that, that are actually doing PR in the accommodation space. And I think it's wide open for... Uh, people to be sending stuff in so just give it a go the worst thing that'll happen is you don't get it in which case you can use it for your marketing but you might get picked up and it'll make a big difference to your business beautiful thank you once again really appreciate it my pleasure thank you so much for listening to the show you can find us at theaccommodationshow.com where you can find all the show notes links to resources we have talked about and transcripts from the show I really do appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to support the show, then please subscribe, leave a comment, and share it with others.